What up, what up? How you guys doing? Happy fucking Tuesday. Welcome back again to a lovely new edition of Suck It Podcast. Right here on Everywhere Podcast is found and now newly as of yesterday on Rock Rage Radio. So welcome, 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 welcome. I hope you guys enjoyed the show yesterday where I took a deep dive into who I was, played some music, and uh, kind of, you know, gave you an introduction to everything about me. Um, you know, kind of a reintroduction. I mean, suck it's now 295 episodes in, but, you know, like I said, yesterday was the introduction to Rock Rage Radio of me. So I want to make sure I, you know, told everybody who I was and why I'm here and what I do. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And if you did, I'm glad you came back again today because today I got a great fucking band and we're going to have some fun with them. So let's just go ahead and hit that intro now, shall we? If you are struggling, do not isolate. If you're feeling hopeless, reach out to somebody. If you're feeling helpless, know that you are not alone in your daily struggles. Your life is important. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. You matter. And now, suck it podcast. And welcome everybody to Suck It. I am the great and powerful King of Kings. Emperor of all that is awesome. Derek, how the hell are you doing today on this beautiful November 9th of the year that is 2021? Uh, Again, welcome back to the show, guys. Last night, again, was an interesting show, and, you know, I'm hoping that you guys enjoyed it, because, again, all that stuff is very, very deep to me. You know, all the the stuff, the, the trials and tribulations that got me to this point, whether it be my suicide attempt or whether it be, you know, my abusive ex-wife and all the other stuff in between it's, you know it's gotten me here and it's gotten me to the point where I can talk to you guys every day so thank you very much for being here and, and enjoying my jibber jabber you know an hour a day five days a week so thank you today I have a band out of unfortunately my fa- my uh, my least favorite state the state of Michigan and we'll go into that in a minute here and why um but they're out now. They have a new album called Exile and Banishment, or Exile Banishment, excuse me, with a new um, video out as well in support of that album. The album itself is fucking phenomenal, so I definitely suggest checking it out. Links are down below if you are on the podcast. <clears throat> but definitely, definitely, definitely check this next band out because you will not fucking be dis- disappointed. Now we see the bullshit in the street. So 
let's just go ahead and get right to this conversation with the band Snafu. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? What up? How you doing? How you doing? Could not be better. Things are going very, very well. How about y'all? Oh, yeah, it's good to hear. Yeah. I'm doing good. Just got off work myself, so, you know, I'm winding down while winding up, I guess. Winding up, winding down, however you want to look at it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is beer 30, so, you know, drink them if you got yes. them. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, um, how's everything been going? I mean, you know, obviously, you know, for the last year and a half, two years, we've all been kind of stuck in a shitty situation. Um, however, the smart bands have taken the time to you know, put together phenomenal fucking albums for their fans and really put their heart, passion, and soul into every fucking song, which I can definitely tell that you guys did. I mean, um, some of the bands haven't done that. They've been kind of just sitting back and relaxing because they have that option. But the the indie, the small indie bands, the local regional um, bands have been out there busting their asses, you know, doing everything they possibly can. And um this uh this new album is definitely a testament to what you guys have been through and what you guys are continuing to do. Right on, thanks, man. You uh you want to take it on that? <laughs> I don't know. Did we do that though? We recorded it before the yeah. We actually recorded uh this just before the pandemic. This album, yeah. So we actually had the whole pandemic. We're just kind of like sitting on this album, having no idea what to do with it. Um, it's a pretty crazy time, but, uh, we have been working on other stuff. <laughs> yeah. New stuff. Next one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I basically spent the whole quarantine. I felt like I was just in like creative prison. I just like sat there and just like demoed and demoed and demoed probably like 30 some odd songs or something like that. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. I had a ton of friends though, who are, you know, in bands and stuff like that, that just like didn't do anything, which I get. They were like, you know, just like depressed and didn't know what to do and all this. And like, yeah, just couldn't do anything, which is crazy, which I use, I would figure myself to be one of those people, but for some other reason it's the exact opposite. And all I did was just write and write and write. So, so you guys have been sitting on this album for, you know, close to two years now. Um, yeah, we would have went into the studio November 2019 2019 is when we first started tracking and stuff wow and then i then i think we got the masters finally completed in like may of 2020 so it was a little bit of a process but yeah and then so it was done and it was like the summer of the pandemic and we're like all right what uh what do we do now do we release this album just like on our own or what so we ended up spending a ton of time shopping around and all this and uh being patient with it definitely paid off because we're able to you know, find a right home for it and create a bunch of content in the meantime as, you know, like several videos and things like that. So, yeah. Um, Cause I mean, unfortunately, you know, some bands took the, uh, the high road last year and, you know, still released new music, which I definitely appreciate, um, you know, cause we needed music at that time. I mean, music oh, yeah. was the only thing that we could really attach ourselves to because there wasn't new TV coming out. There wasn't new, movies coming out i mean there was some few and far between but very little um yeah. but we needed our music so i appreciate the bands that actually you know did put out new stuff however at the same time me being the uber fan and you know enjoying what i see and what i hear when i hear new stuff it's like okay now i need to see that shit live um and not being able to <clears throat> excuse me 
not being able to go out and do that after the fact of new albums coming out really fucking sucked. You know, a lot of bands did the whole live stream thing, and I, I commend them on that. Um, a lot of people pulled it off fantastically, and a lot of people really, really enjoyed it. I know I did. However, it only made me miss music more. So the oh, bands yeah. that are putting out stuff now and they're able to tour it is, in my opinion, it was worth the wait, but at the same time, I'm glad we got what we had. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Some of the bands that released albums and stuff, we were like sitting back watching, like kind of being like, oh, man, how's this going to go over? And it seemed to actually go over really well, yeah. like bands releasing stuff during a pandemic, not even being able to tour or anything like that. It actually went really well. So, yeah, we were like, oh, man, do we do this or what? And we were just like super no idea what to do with it, you know? Yeah, it definitely surprised me um, that when it came out. I mean, some of the other stuff that came out that did really, really well. Um, you know, some of the big artists, you know, obviously it was going to do well. You know, your, you know, your Miley Cyrus had, you know, she came out with one in December last year, which was a fucking phenomenal fucking record. I, I, I commend her <laughs> it, it on It was. It was. <laughs> no, I loved it. I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, I am not a Miley Cyrus fan, but her take on what version of pop punk slash, you know, I want to be Joan Jett type style of music that she did in December of last year, I commend her on big time. So yeah, no, she got she got some smoky pipes too. You know? She fucking does, and you know that album did really fucking well. Um, uh, that douchebag fucking MGK put out his album last year. Um, <laughs> did, I didn't get a chance to guy. check that one out. <laughs> no, don't check it out. Fuck that guy. Um, yeah. but... Chromeo put out Chromeo put out that EP called uh, what was that? Uh, what was it called? Something quarantine. Yeah, Quar- quarantine Casanova. Oh yeah. You ever listen to Chromeo? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was actually pretty good. It was like a five-song five EP. It was good as hell. Yeah, I mean, and again, the stuff that was put out last year was definitely digested, you know, because, again, it was the only thing that was coming out. There wasn't a, wasn't a whole hell of a lot of it. But now, fast forward a year, the last eight, nine, fucking ten weeks, holy shit, we have yeah. gotten some of the greatest fucking albums I have heard in the last 10, 15 fucking years. And it is, like, it's taken me, like, holy crap, back to, like, as a kid, you know, back in the 90s and early 2000s, it was just every fucking week, boom, 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 boom. And then we had a lull in the 2010s where, you know, it was a couple weeks here, a few months there before, you know, with any good albums that were coming out. But then this year hit, and it's like, holy crap, man, so much good stuff has been out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So what have you guys been um what have you guys been digging on since um you know in the last few months? As far as new stuff goes or yeah. new music goes or um, new music or anything that you guys have been kind of listening to, just so we kinda of know. Uh, oh shit, man. I've been listening to a lot of disco and uh <laughs> <laughs> uh Creepin' Death's new album is killer too. I really love that. Yeah. That one came out sick as fuck. Um yeah, I don't know. Aside from all the classics that I have been jamming, yeah, that's about it. Disco and Creeping Death, right? Disco and Creeping yeah. Death. That is a <laughs> a good eclectic mix mix of shit right there. That's badass. Yeah, um, fall season for me. Like my music changes depending on like the weather, the season, stuff like that. So I just got done with my whole my whole fall uh, nostalgia albums of like old AFI, you know, uh-huh. obviously Misfits, and then uh, listen to a bunch of like goth stuff in the winter just to like just so I can like be depressed or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> really <set the> <laughs> yeah. 
that's cool. I mean, yeah. I, I always love to hear, you know, you know, different genres of different bands and what they like to listen to and stuff like that. And, you know, a, a post hardcore band like yourselves, you know, or whatever you guys really classify yourself as, cause it's, it's not post hardcore. I mean, you guys can say that, but it's so much more than that, which I fucking love about you guys. Um, but you know, I love hearing, you know, what you guys are into as well, because, you know, I was last night I was talking to the band, I hate God. And, you know, I love listening, you know, talking to old, you know, bands that have been around for 30 plus years talking about how, yeah, I don't listen to anything in the same genre as I do. I like the, you know, the the softer stuff or I like this or I like that. And it's like, hell yeah. You know, you know, I, I love that. It's, that's really fucking cool to hear. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Cause like, you know, the last few weeks for me, a lot of the mainstream stuff, you know, wage war, their new album was fucking killer. Uh, the new trivium was fucking killer. Um, what else has fucking been badass? The new Ice Nine Kills was amazing. You know, there's been so much. Yeah, I did, I did check out that one. I like that. <clears throat> that was one was fantastic. Yeah. I haven't stopped yeah. spinning that one. That's so fucking good. But, I mean, there's been so much good shit. And um, I know a lot of the fans out there are just, you know, taking it all in. But the best part about it is we get to go see shows again. You know, and that's really what fucking makes it, you know. Absolutely. It's crazy just the comeback of shows and, uh, you know, obviously everybody's ready for them and stuff again. I actually manage a music venue here in Detroit and they've been literally our busiest months since we opened in like 2017. So we like just reopened in like August or whatever. And it's just been crazy. <laughs> yeah. People are even, it seems like more people are just stoked, stoked about it now. So, you know, hopefully that sticks around. Seems like everybody's going out to shows a little bit more now because they kind of realized what they had and lost. And when it came back, everybody's kind of, you know, chomping at the bit to get to it. Yeah, um, myself included. I mean, we all took it for granted prior, oh, yeah, you know, prior to 2019, 2020. You know, there was many, many times where I'm sitting here where I'm at in uh, Northern Virginia, Maryland area. Where I'm like, this place is a mecca. There's so much coming through all the fucking time. I'll, I'll just catch them next time. I'll, I'll just catch them next time. There wasn't a fucking next time. <laughs> and yeah. that really fucking burned. I mean, I had a bunch of tickets lined up for, you know, the fall, I mean, the spring and summer last year that got pushed back and then ultimately canceled. And then, you know, now it's like, fuck, you know, when am I going to be able to see those bands again? And when am I going to be able to see this or when am I see that? And luckily I've been able to go to, you know, a big festival and, you know, four other shows, you know, since they all came back here pretty much in August. So I've been to five shows since August and I can't wait to fucking do some more. I mean, I got a couple more coming up here soon. And, you know, I'm just like, I'm itching to, you know, really feel that connection again with the bands on stage. Cause I mean, that's, that's the ultimate fucking high. It really is. Oh yeah. So have you guys been able to uh, get out there, get out there again and have your first show back? Um, we're working on it right now. We're probably gonna do a release show right around the holidays or something is what we're looking at. And then, uh, hopefully hit the road here, um, shortly after. Very nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like I said, I mean, now that we can might as well fucking get the fuck back out there, you know, especially with a great album like this. I mean, this album guys is fucking great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We got, we got a tour on it. We got to do, do it some sort of justice. You know, we waited this long to release it. We got a tour on it immediately, and that's what we're looking to do. 
which I, I can't blame you for. Absolutely not. Um, have you, what was, I mean, it's only been out a couple of weeks, but what has been the response from the, from the fans? Um, good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. People are loving it, man. I like haven't... seeing some of the people's comparisons and stuff, like they like got it. It was like, wow. You know, yeah, <laughs> like stuff that I wouldn't even like, I don't know. Wouldn't even expect from people, you know, like, I don't know. What do you really, mean? Really awesome. They picked um, apart our influences and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, our influences and stuff like that. And what we were really going for. I was like, like, who was it? Is what the dude from Decibel or something, you know? Yeah. Just like yeah. made like, you know, Slayer and Sepultura references, but also made like Trap Them references and, you know, like Disfear and stuff. Disfear. Like, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, just D beat and how we mix it all up kind of and try and make it our own. And that's exactly what was my point, you know, a few minutes ago. It's like, you know, post hardcore, you know, hardcore punk, whatever you want to fucking call it. It's so much more than that. It's like, it's, it's, a little bit of metalcore, it's a little bit of, you know, this, a little bit of that, it's a little bit of, you know, post-hardcore, it's a little, it's a little bit of everything. And it just fucking, yeah. you know, it fucking just kills. It's so fucking good. I mean, and, um, I, I mean, I listened to it a couple times today, you know, out driving around, and it's just like, man, you know, very few, because I'm not the biggest post-hardcore guy. I'm, I'm usually the metalcore guy. I'm usually the hardcore guy. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I listen to, but... When it comes to the punk genre, there's very few that I can actually, you know, listen to. It's just, that's just how I was, you know, I was never really raised oh, on yeah. the whole punk yeah. stuff. But you guys just resonated different with me. Um, and, you know, I've been following you guys and it's just like, damn, this is really fucking good stuff. Well, yeah. Thanks, glad, man. Glad you, glad you enjoyed it. Cheers, <laughs> yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to continue to enjoy it for months and months to come. <laughs> And uh, hopefully you guys come out my way over on the East Coast and I get to fucking meet you guys and jam out because this, this shit is just absolutely fucking bonkers. Um, good fucking good stuff. You know, the thing about it is, too, there's a lot of message in your music. Um, a lot of deep, emotional fucking messages, um, especially in this record. Um, and to have to be able to sit on it for a year and a half you know, and not be able to put it out, had to fucking put a strain on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a, uh, it's definitely a bummer, but, you know, like, but all, all the, all the messages that we, that we, you know, uh, write about any message we're trying to project that still, it's all still stuff that we feel strongly about. It's all still like social issues and political issues and uh, personal issues that haven't gone away. So, you know, it still resonates with us just as much as it did when we wrote it. Yeah, isn't it funny how, you know, a band can write a song two years ago, four years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, fifty years ago, and that fucking still resonates? You know, I've been yeah. talking about this a lot lately, especially over the last, like, six months, a year, a year and a half. You know, stuff that, you know, Hendrix was writing in the 60s still fucking matters today. It's like, how the fuck, how, how far have we not come? You know, are we <laughs> still sitting in that same time frame? Are we still going back in time and going, okay, so what's really changed? Oh, we've got computers and telephones and, you know, this and that now. Technology's changed, but our mind yeah, frame hasn't, and it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. 
we put, right, a, we yeah. put a pretty pink bow on everything, but it's still all the same shit. Yeah. Yeah, and if anything, I think it's gotten worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially in the last year and a half. Um, one of my biggest, again, a, a comparison I've made countless times on the show is, you know, over the last year and a half, shit got bad because we didn't have the arts, in my opinion. Um, the moment... We took away the arts, whether it be ballet, uh, fucking opera, or just going to see a punk show. You know, people got on their fucking computers and became badasses. And that's when the shit hit the fucking fan. And I think that right there was the biggest issue. Is the, you know, the same thing that the only difference between us and the people in the 60s is technology. And I think that makes it that much worse and that much more dangerous, especially when we lost the arts last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, but sadly, I, I think we're so fucking broken right now, it's going to take more than the return of the arts to get back together. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna take take some healing for sure. I mean, like the world, the world is, is uh, kind of in shambles right now. Just like I see it at my work with like supply chains and whatnot. It's just like supply chains not being able like all that stuff that happened with all like all those um those uh shipping units they got stuck in the uh they got stuck in like the bay wherever that shit is there's like thousands of shipping units so everybody everybody's fucking imports were just stuck there for weeks everybody's like waiting on all this all this all these goods that they're supposed to have coming with them and it's like i put like a kink in the supply chain yeah um I was working part-time as a server at the, um, earlier this year and, you know, the supplies and, and the food industry, you know, doesn't matter if it's grocery or restaurants, it has been just absolutely in fucking shambles. I mean, the price of like, it, even in Maryland where I'm at right now, the price of crab, which usually sits pretty fucking cheap, was three, four times what it normally was. And, you know, it's like, fuck, you know, the cost of goods, you know, I go into a a restaurant all the time now it doesn't really matter it's fast food or regular there's signs on the door that says sorry you know we're out of a bunch of stuff due to supply chain issues and it's yeah. just like you know i thought we were okay you know we've been told we're okay you know but where's the lie coming from because the thing about it is we're still nowhere near gas prices right now are the fucking highest they've been that i can fucking remember I can't remember the last time I paid it three dollars and forty fucking cents a gallon. You know yeah, what's crazy? Fuck, it's it's bad. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see if things turn around. <laughs> you know, just who knows? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 one hundred percent right. I, that's a definite probably not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's sad. I mean. Coming out of a pandemic where people, you know, the unemployment rate is now higher than it's been as far as I can remember since I've been alive. And, you know, the charges, you know, the how much people are being charged for everyday goods and shit like that is just horrendous. Can you guys hear me? Hello? 
You guys there? Derek, you there? I think we kind of lost you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right. Can you guys hear me now? Oh, yeah. Right, What's there. up? There he is. There he is. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Zoom just crashed on me for some fucking reason. Awesome. All right, I'm, All right we're back. Okay, cool. Um, Where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, you know, we're still co- we're still in the middle of a pandemic. We're still coming out of it, you know, pretty hardcore. And one of the biggest problems is, you know, unemployment rates have, are still fucking higher than they've ever been as far as we've been alive. And the cost of goods is higher than I can ever fucking remember. How, how can we ever be expected to recover without, you know, something? I mean... It's bad. It's really fucking bad. And it it takes, you know, it's really fucking bad when the only people talking about it are entertainers. Yeah. Right. Right. But I mean, it's a, it's a good, it's a good, it's good that an entertainer would use their stage to talk about it, you know, as it raises awareness, whether or not uh, humanity does something when they're aware is, you know, uh, it could go either way. Obviously, I think humanity is lazier than they should be when it comes to taking any form of action, but it is what it is. Yeah, lately it just seems like people want to bitch and not yeah, do and um, not do anything about it, you know. Right. Exactly, I mean, yeah. especially on you know, no offense to anybody of my listeners, but this is how I feel it is, especially on the fucking right. You know, the the right is the fucking worst about it. Yeah. And, I mean, I have no problem with your political opinions. I, I love you regardless of right, left, blue, green, whatever. I don't give a fuck. But the thing about it is if you're going to fucking sit there and bitch about it, at least try to fucking help. You know, right. especially on the entertainer side. You know, look at – I will never talk to this motherfucker because I hate him so fucking much. You know, Aaron Lewis of Stained. You know, that fucking guy is out there just constantly spouting fucking right-ring rhetoric in the middle of a fucking corn concert, you know, and trying to, you know, push in a political agenda and continuing to divide us. And it's like, why are we still talking about that kind of stuff when we need to be talking about healing? We need to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, why are we still healing, pushing that progress. kind of stuff? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Right. You need to be talking about healing and progress as like a whole. You know, like we're all we're all hurting right now. It's like dude, you don't need to be pushing some fucking right wing agenda or whatever, dude. Even the left wing agenda, I, you know, same. Yeah, oh, dude, yes, yeah, same absolutely. shit. Absolutely. It's the same shit. Yeah. It's you know, it's a bunch of fucking people just constantly fucking bitching. Um, yeah, you know, and it's device, it's divisive too. It's you know, it's not, it's not doing anything to help us as a whole. It's divisive, you know, it's still dividing people. Yeah, I mean, we are more divided now than we've ever been in this country, you know, and it started four years ago, five years ago, um, and it's never been this bad. And you know, people want to say, well, keep America great. We've never been great. Nah, or right making, now, we're, not, we're but, founded under not so great circumstances so it's exactly we've, yeah. never, been, we've never been great <laughs> yeah right. especially the whole make america great again okay so when were we great um i remember yeah, yeah. La- what was it you know fucking four years uh, i mean no last year during the uh, the campaigning 
you know, people were talking about, you know, make it a great again, you know, whatever. And uh, Comedy Central did a great job of doing some great stuff with The Daily Show. But, you know, there was this one guy walking around. I can't remember his name. He's, you know, really famous for doing this kind of shit. But he was at Trump rally. He was going, okay, when was America great? Oh, back in the 1920s. Oh, you mean back when we had segregation and, you know, women couldn't vote and this and we, you know, we couldn't even drink a beer? Oh, well, yeah, well, everything but that. Well, when was America great? Oh, 1776 when we signed the Declaration of Independence. You mean so back when we had slavery and stuff like that? And they're like, oh, well, everything but that. And it's just like, no, it, it has to be. It's, it's, that means we were, we were decent. <laughs> right yeah right you know and say in certain areas but like it wasn't it's not it's not great you know it's like everybody has to be uh prospering in order for it to be great you know there there needs to be like nothing holding back anybody in order for us to be great you know what i'm saying like exactly you know the poverty in this country is ridiculous the you know the infection rate you know is ridiculous right now still the pharmaceuticals to keep us healthy are at all-time highs and shit like that i mean a fucking vial of you know insulin i heard is like eight hundred dollars it's like what the fuck yeah it's crazy but again it's about the unity of it all you know i mean and to top it all off you know mental health rates in this country are at an all-time fucking high as well. Suicide rates. I don't give a fuck what the numbers say. The suicide rates are the highest they've ever fucking been. And yeah, I've known too many fucking people go the way, you know, the bad way. And, you know, three years ago, this past Tuesday on the on the 2nd, was my three-year anniversary of my suicide attempt. And to see where this country has gone. Fuck the country. This world, this, this whole entire earth, this globe that we call home has gone. It is so fucking sad. You know, drug companies are sitting there trying to, you know, push all these different drugs on us on on this and that and this and that. And then when we find safe alternatives, they're like shutting it down, you know, whether it be fucking pot or fucking, you know, mushrooms or, you know, whatever the case might be. Or we're doing this, we're doing that. And and all they want to do is they fucking care about the goddamn dollar. It is so sad that the highest profitability, the highest profit you know, fucking thing that we have in this country, in this planet, is our us being sick. There's nothing more profitable on this planet than the human race being sick. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Pharmaceutical companies are fucking evil. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what else is evil? What's the, that? The state of Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I saw that Ohio State tattoo on your arm there. Yes, yes you oh, did. There it is. There I, got it fa- is. I got family in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I'm originally from uh, right outside of Cleveland in the city of Lorraine. Um, right on. And I'm yeah, I'm a, I'm a hardcore diehard. You know, we believe that y'all should just be part of Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Us too, bro. You you know what? At this point, I would be more than happy to be part of Canada. I mean, they've got it just as bad. Take our hand. We'll take take you with you, bro. You know, they've got it just as bad as we do, but at least they get free health care. Yeah. Yeah. Well... It makes you feel any better. Everybody in Michigan hates Ohio. So. Yeah, that's true. That's we've, 
we've uh we've grown a soft spot for ohio though recently we've, yeah. we've met a lot of actually great friends yeah. on the road and really really changed our mind about ohio to be honest yeah, with yeah. cincinnati yeah. cincinnati is a great is a great town to go to that's how i got a lot of we got a lot of buddies down there who, who are like family to us so it's like i'm willing i'm i've been willing to accept ohio for what it is <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's some great there's some great people there so yeah yeah i mean though the entire i mean pretty much the entire state of ohio hates michigan as well and, and, and it's so it's so fucking funny to find you know just because it's just of a school rivalry you know that started in yeah. the 1800s and it was and if you go back to the, to the research of it it's actually michigan's fault because they actually tried to put the university of michigan in ohio and that's where the, the rivalry fucking started. Oh, damn. That's a flex. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was that's, how it started. That um, is a flex, bud. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how it, that's how the rivalry fucking started. And it's been insane ever since. It is like the, you know, it is the most hated, you know, rivalry in all of sports, period. And that is a sad fucking thing to think about. You know, it's been going on for over a hundred fucking years and people still fucking just gather around their TV the Saturday after fucking Thanksgiving, every fucking year at noon to watch, you know, the Wolverines get destroyed by the fucking Buckeyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I've been, I've been getting it from my dad for years. Cause he's a, he's a big, he's a big Buckeyes fan. So every year he hits me up like about Ohio State just destroying Michigan in the game. I'm like, bro, I actually don't give a fuck. I don't even watch college football. So, <laughs> so uh, being from Ohio, do you guys have like memes and stuff where it's like a map and Michigan is like divided into other states and isn't even existent? Because we definitely have a bunch of those about Ohio. <laughs> I have not. I have not seen that. I need. I need to. <laughs> yeah, they're funny. I'll be like, what if it was just all a dream and it's like a map and. Ohio is just basically, you know, like part of uh, Illinois and uh, Kentucky and all that. It's like just not even there. I, you know, I have not seen that. All I, all I, all I see is literal, just you know, talking shit about Jim Harbaugh and the University of Michigan. That's that's all my family and friends talk about. It's like that's my entire feed. Trust me, I get it. I, I mean, I I hate the University of Michigan with a passion. I'm a big college football buff. But at the same time, it goes a little bit too far. I mean, literally, the week of Thanksgiving, always before the, the game, people will walk around the University of, of Ohio um, and literally with tape cross out every M on campus. Jeez. Oh, God damn. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't. I mean, it gets pretty. I, I, used, to, I used to live up. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I used to, I, I used to uh, work in Ann Arbor and live on like right on the U of M campus, like right off of Hill Street, which is just like a couple blocks from the football field. So I'd be like walking into work like the morning, like a morning of like oh, the year that Ohio State was in U of M when it was like my early twenties, and I'm watching these U of M fans just like, just brutally just like talk shit to this dude while he's with this girl because they were wearing like Ohio State like, jerseys or whatever. Just saying the raunchiest meanest shit to this guy. I'm like, damn, this guy is solo with this girl and you got, you're like six boys deep right now. Yeah, it's bad. It yeah, we both bad. we both used to live out that way and have had to deal with like U of M bros and shit all the time and stuff. Actually, there's a great story about uh, Ryan getting kicked out of a frat party 
in uh ann arbor because he had like long hair and didn't look like some frat dude oh, yeah. and then like out of nowhere he's like gets kicked out of this party and like some dude comes like lurking out of the shadows like smoking a cigarette he's like what's up you get kicked out right like yeah he's like you gotta have it you gotta have a michigan shirt on dude and they just like leave you alone or something it sounds about right definitely <laughs> yeah but you know, other than that, the the cool thing about it is the the music scene in Michigan has always been fucking top notch. You know, I mean, it really fucking has. I mean, everything from Kiss and Eminem to you guys. I mean, there's been so much good fucking shit to come out of you know Michigan, which is hard for me to say, but it really fucking is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. It really took us uh, getting out there and like touring really to realize how good like our local scene is. Like, I'm not trying to talk shit about bands in other states or anything like that, but, like, just Detroit has got something in the water. It's lead, but there's something yeah. else in the water, too. But... <laughs> Definitely a lot of lead, but there, yeah, now there's a... Yeah, there's a, now there's a lot of great bands on Rocky, man. Like, like, there's more great bands than there are shitty bands. Yeah. You know, like, there's bands that don't even really care to, like, leave the state or go on tour. They just play every week or play yeah. every other weekend every weekend and they rip it yeah. and you can only time you can ever see them is here so <sighs> nothing wrong with that either um, no not at all not yeah because i mean another thing about uh the rock genre including punk and everything else like that um is how supportive they you know we are of other bands you know, I see countless bands on my fucking feed talking about, hey, you know, this band just put out a new album. Go check them out. Or, hey, you know, this band just put out another album. Or they're going to be playing in this place. Go check them out. And it's bands every fucking day, you know, promoting other fucking bands. I don't see that very often on any other in any other genre. Um, right. Maybe in the rap scene at, on a small level, you know, go check out my boy here. Go check out my boy there. But once you get big, it stops. And but.
But on the rock side, it doesn't. And I think that's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, have you guys had the opportunity yet to really kind of latch on to another band that's been really supportive of you? Um, we've had uh, lots of friends over the years um, that we've that we've done a lot with. Our friends from uh, Chicago, they're called La Amarda. Actually, all from the Dominican Republic, but uh, live in Chicago, and uh, we've we've done a ton of stuff with them over the years. Probably Jay's been very supportive over. Yeah, our buddy uh, Jay Navarro up here in uh, Detroit. He's from uh, the Suicide Machines. He's also had a bunch of other bands, Hellmouth and stuff like that. He's been super fucking awesome and just like felt like he kind of like took us under his took us under his wing you know always giving us advice and stuff on what to do um i'll never forget like years ago uh we put out like some shitty ep and like him just telling me it sucked was like the probably the best compliment ever because i was like damn like really fucking hit home you know it's just like this doesn't sound anything like you guys it's nothing like your live so show like you guys need to do better on your next record and i was like holy fuck like all right <laughs> I was like a young, probably early 20s back then, you know, and just like really hit home. It's amazing how when you get when you get told you suck it, how much it feels good sometimes. Dude, it's the best because there's so much of the, uh, you know, just, you know, people just want to be nice and shit, you know, like we'll play a set that kind of sucks and we know it and we'll get off stage and our homies who have seen us a million times probably know it's a bad set and they'll be like, man, that's a good set. And you're like, no, it wasn't They're like, yeah, you know, you kind of, yeah. you did kind of fuck up They're like here. Like, yeah. Next time tell us we suck. Yeah, so like, yeah, don't right? just like lie so to us. Like, give us a little kick in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's two types of, you know, what you, you being sucky. There's one where, Again, they're just trying to help you because they, they truly love you. And yeah. number two is just the straight-up haters. No matter how you good you are, you know they're going to hate you no matter what. And either way, when you get told you suck by either either group of people, it just motivates you even more. Um, it's, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's when you let Absolutely. those people get to you is when you have the problem. You know, if, if, oh, yeah. you know, if uh, Rancid ever walked up to your guys' set and said, hey, you guys fucking suck. You're not going to walk out and go, oh, you know, Rancid said we suck. We, we better go home. They're going to be like, okay, so what can we do to impress Rancid tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. it, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. However, that would be kind of a kick in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, man. I'm like, man, even Rancid thinks we suck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like Rancid. <laughs> <laughs> It was just the biggest po- uh, punk name I could think of off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, Out Came the Wolves is a great record. Yeah, definitely listened to it in my younger years for sure. Yeah. All right, oh, here's, here's, here's a better one. If Henry Rollins said you guys suck, then that would, you know, that would be like, okay, what can we do to impress Henry Rollins? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that would break my heart. Though, yeah. Too. Yeah. Regardless of what he's become in his old age. He will always be known for what he did in, his, in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, you know, that's fun. So I actually watched uh, Wrong Turn 2 last night. I totally forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot that he was in that. Have you ever seen Wrong Turn 2? I, I've never seen anyone beside the first one. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's like one of the main characters in the second one. You should watch it. <laughs> he's like he's like a, a ex-Marine like reality show host. And it's good. You know, it's from like 2007. Just watch it. It's good. I'm going to have to now. <laughs> but, um, so you guys, um, have you guys 
uh, what was I going to say? So you guys have said that you guys are putting together a uh, release, you know, show party for sometime around the holidays. Have you guys decided when when that is going to be yet, or you haven't officially announced it yet? What's going on? Not sure yet. We're trying to figure it out because our our record came out October fifteenth, but we heard right before that due to you know all the bands putting out records at once, like the vinyl plant where ours is getting pressed at is like so backed up. So we heard that vinyl won't actually be shipped until like November 22nd. So we're like waiting on that to like make sure we'll actually have, you know, some product in hand to sell at the show and stuff like that. So um, we figure we'll probably do something around the holidays or something. There's usually a big um, like Christmas show up here um, in Detroit every year and they're not having it this year. So we're like, oh, maybe we can like get away with doing something around that time. Yeah, um, it's amazing to me how much um, vinyl has come back into the mix of, you know, music again. It's always been prevalent. Everyone's always said, you know, buy vinyl, buy vinyl, buy vinyl. But nowadays, it is like, it's as big now as it was in the 70s. It's like ridiculous. Oh, yeah. For sure, it's crazy. I mean, fucking Walmart doesn't have CD sections anymore, but they have fucking full vinyl sections now. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, it's crazy how quick like CDs kind of came and went. I feel like you know, I don't know, I don't know. I got friends who still uh, still got a bunch of CDs and stuff, and I got a buddy who's got like a huge CD collection, and he thinks it's worth like a ton of money, like vinyl is or something. <laughs> we always roast him about it. He's like, yeah. I got some original CDs in there. I'm like, nobody gives a shit, dude. Nobody <laughs> gives a shit. Compact just sounds good when it's not scratched. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah um, but the thing about it, uh, a vinyl is. It's a work of art, you know. Yeah, you can you can absolutely. have a good back front, back and front cover. You can even now design the fucking you know vinyl itself to be fucking badass. Like we were talking about earlier, the new um, Ice Nine Kills album, the um, the vinyl version of it is white and completely blood spattered. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like yeah. it, the whole thing is a work of art. Even if you don't own a fucking record player. Buy a yeah, fucking vinyl and, and hang it up on a fucking wall. They're works of art. They really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. For sure. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it too. It's like just such an old school thing too. And it's like beyond me. I don't know why. I just like don't actually even still understand how they work. Like for some other reason, my brain can wrap around a CD, like a laser reading information off a disc, but like a needle in a groove making a sound is like, like, like how, they, how yeah. they get the music out to that vinyl. It's crazy. Yeah, it's mind blowing. It really is. And I've even seen, like, um, I was watching an episode of Pawn Stars, I think it was, and this guy brought in a uh, an x-ray record. It was literally just a, the, a, a record that was, uh, had, that was um, literally on the x-ray film. And somehow they were able to, you know, embed the, the music on a film, like a printed fucking x-ray and it was flimsy as shit and everything like that but it sound i mean it sounded like absolute ass but it was just (laughs) it was uh it was interesting i mean i i that it's amazing to me that that type of technology which is so fucking quote-unquote outdated it's still fucking you know i I don't fucking get it you're right i don't get it i don't know how the the needle and the groove and the this and the that i don't fucking get it yeah it's crazy I will stick. I mean, I, I love my vinyl. Don't get me wrong, but you know, MP3s are much easier to fucking understand. Let me just yeah, go yeah. to my Amazon. <laughs> yep. Tell my Alexa to play this, and that's easy as hell. <laughs> yep, exactly. 
Yeah, um, that's the whole. Th- that's the whole thing about it too. Is vinyls almost like uh, sitting down to listen to it? It's almost like a little ritual. You know, you got to like pull them out, and uh, you know, you get to like look at the physical, you know, sleeve and everything of it, and all that, and then you know, flip it over. That whole kind of thing. You know, it's like really. I don't know. I love. I love that. Yeah, and it, and especially <clears throat> the albums that you can listen to cover to cover, and not have to worry about skipping or <clears throat> anything else like that. You just let it fucking play. That oh, yeah. is a fucking amazing. Um, but the thing about it is nowadays finding an album that's like that is, is hard to fucking find, you know, cause far too often on the, the bigger side of music, do we get bands just putting out 13 songs for the sake of putting out 13 songs and having two good songs on there, um, and then calling it a day. But, you know, on the indie side, on the smaller label side, stuff like that, when they put out 13 songs or 12 songs or 10 songs, whatever, every fucking song hits hard. And, you know, it's like, okay, so where do I fucking go with it? And I'm almost like, just everyone start putting out EPs and give five songs where you know you fucking put your heart into it. But at the same time, if you give me 13 songs of absolute amazingness, I'm all for it too. Oh, yeah. I feel you. Yep. And tell me a story. You know, make me feel every fucking lyric. Make me feel every fucking, you know, riff. Make me feel every fucking, you know, everything. It's just, yeah. tell me a story. And yeah. we can do that. I'm all a fucking about it. One of my favorite bands that I love doing that to um, is Coheed and Cambria. I am a huge Coheed and Cambria guy. Um if you're not, I get it. Most people, you know, most people kind of go, uh, you know, prog rock, you know, whatever. But I can respect it. Yeah. Yeah. But with them, every fucking album, with the exception of two, is a uh, is a concept record that goes along with a comic book. And, <coughs> you know, the vinyl tells a story as well. And it's just like you can just let it play, yeah. read the fucking comic book along with it and kind of put together the pieces and stuff like I love that kind of stuff and when yeah that, that's that's an awesome concept too yeah I'm I'm, fam- I'm familiar with it too like the, yeah, that's but can't say I'm a huge fan of their tunes but yeah that's that that concept in its own right is like phenomenal for sure yeah and you know I mean I think the music's great but I think the whole experience itself is what makes it fantastic for me especially me yeah. being a comic book nerd as well you know, that kind of stuff really kind of hits home. Like, um, a bunch of bands have put out comic books and graphic novels this year along with their albums, like Beartooth did. Um, who else did? Uh, another a band out of um, Australia, 12 Foot Ninja, did. I mean, it's been, it's been interesting to see some of the shit that's come <laughs> out this year. So, I mean, I think it's really kind of cool that bands are taking that extra step along with, you know, the cool vinyls and the cool this and the cool that. Yeah. Tell extra stories in order to get their fans yeah. invited with it. Yeah. I think that's really kind of cool. Yeah, Absolutely. that shit's awesome. For sure. Yeah. So, guys, man, let me tell you what. This album, like I said, is fucking great. And, uh, you know, it's something I'm going to be listening to for a while. And as soon as you guys come on the East Coast, I will be fucking there front and center because... You guys really fucking truly hit home with this album, and to know that to know now that you guys have been sitting on this album for more than a year and a half, and to 
have the the things that were in this album still ring true to today, you know, really kind of hits home that we as a country, as we as a people, as a human race, really need to get our shit together um, because that kind of stuff shouldn't be happening. I mean, we should write a song and it should still resonate five, ten, you know, a year and a half later, whatever. But at the same time, it shouldn't be almost identical to the way things were at the time that was written. And I feel, you know, you guys really kind of put in perspective what we need to be looking forward to. And um, it's 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 a badass album. So I appreciate how hard you guys fucking put your blood, sweat, and tears on this one. Right on. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate that. We'll to, uh, you're over in Maryland. We'll have to get a beer for sure when we come. We'll, yeah. We'll have to drink some beers yes. when we come to Maryland. Hell sure. yeah. Absolutely. And we got some great yeah, we'll fucking beer. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's where <laughs> we we're got, here. We got great beer. Nice. So, but again, guys, thank you so much. I really do yeah. appreciate you taking time out thank of your you. day to talk to me. And uh, it's been an absolute fucking pleasure. Awesome. Well, thank you, man. Really appreciate it. No problem. And for everybody else, thank you so much for being here. Come back again tomorrow for another edition of Suck It Podcast. But until then, 